All right, we are back. That was Lissy doing a cover of Metallica's Nothing Else Matters. She's going to join us at 945. Right now, uh, I have Andrea Evans standing by. She's going to talk about this film, Rocking the Couch. Good morning, Andrea. Good morning. Thank you so much for calling in. I was so intrigued when I heard about this film. Now, you're the producer. Yeah, I'm one of the three executive producers. How did you get involved in this film? Um, Well, actually, Lynn Collins, who is another one of the executive producers as well as the director on the film, um, we became really good friends when I worked for him on another film called Hit List. Mm -hmm. And we've been really, really good friends ever since. And um, he knew I wanted to get into the production end or whatever. And we're just having coffee and we're talking. And it was right when the whole Harvey Weinstein was breaking and Bill Cosby was going on and we're like, darn, someone's going to make a really good documentary about that. And we just kind of looked at each other and said, okay. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I was watching uh, the trailer for this, uh, there was, back in 92, there was a case against talent agent Wallace Kay. Correct. Uh, brought, brought to court by these 12 unknown actresses. Now, if that had become a big case, because tell me about that story. Well, that story was a uh, town agent, Wallace Kay, and um, it's uh, 11 actresses and then one uh, um, policewoman who went undercover. Mm-hmm. These 11 actresses had all been sexually assaulted by this man and by this agent. These were all actresses wanting to, you know, get further in the business or whatever. And when they went and complained to Sag and Astra, they were told there wasn't anything they could do. <gasps> um, but then they eventually went to the police. Yeah. The police sent a pretty undercover cop to pretend to be an actress. She was assaulted as well. They brought it to court, and um, they prevailed. He went to jail. Amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. And I think what people don't realize about the entertainment industry that might be different is that we're kind of all like independent contractors from what I can understand best. We don't have an HR department. We don't have anybody looking out for us from job to job except for our union. Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, when you're first starting out, you know, I remember going on different auditions here and there, you know, you, you don't know who you're meeting with. And if someone says, yeah. come, come to my, you know, this address and you show up and it's a house or an apartment, mm-hmm. ugh, you know, and, and that's very common, right? you know, and um, I, I think that's another difference in our business because sexual abuse, assault, harassment, that exists in all businesses. I mean, but I think in the entertainment industry, it's just maybe slightly more likely because of those things. They're not the same rules. Right. And I think people get in a position of a power trip. Yes, they do. And I, and I think um, another reason we wanted to do this documentary is we wanted to, we wanted to state how sexual abuse and harassment in the entertainment industry has been around for a long time. This didn't just start. And right. for all the people that went on camera and said they had no idea this was going on, that's not true. All of us in the entertainment industry knew this was going on. Interesting. I know, because you explore the question of why didn't we hear about this sooner? And why didn't Hollywood learn from this case? I think because Hollywood was a little blasé. You know, mm-hmm. I think um, somehow it didn't get reported because maybe, maybe the Weinsteins and the Cosby things could have been prevented. I don't know. Or, you know, but... You know, you have to be aware of this, and these girls deserve to have their story told and should be applauded for, you know, ignoring what they were told, which is that they would never work again, and they, and they did the right thing. 
No, it's correct. How did you, how were you able to get these women to talk? Was it hard for them to open up? Um, no, actually the women, you know, um, I was actually the one that was responsible for getting most of the people that spoke. Okay. And, um, the ones that talked really wanted to talk, really wanted to tell their stories. Um, and I think when we also, we made the conscious decision, except for the Wallace K case where he did serve time in prison, the other cases where they're talking about things, we, we actually didn't really use the person's name. We didn't, um, in some of the cases, we, you know, it, it wasn't about that. It was about them telling their stories, telling about how this exists in the industry, and feeling free to do so. I think it's great. Well, without giving so much away in the film, what would you like listeners to know about it? I, I would, I mean, some of the points I made about, you know, um, how prevalent it is in our industry, how we, we certainly did, and I include myself in that group, did know it was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think there's valuable lessons to be learned there. And I think the industry is starting to, you know, pay attention. And hopefully it will be different and easier for, for women and men. It does happen to men, too. Sure does. Coming up in this industry to um, maybe not have to face such horrific things. Right. Now, where can people see this film? Um, it's on Amazon Prime. Um, so please go watch it, all you who have Prime, and you know, give, us, give us a review. Tell us what you really think. And for those who don't have Prime, you can also see it on Vimeo, V-I-M-E-O. Okay. And you can buy it or rent it there. Now, the name of my show is Get the Funk Out. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm always fascinated with, I mean, being an actress, an actor-actress, it's a, such a tough industry. How, how did you stay so positive? I mean, you've had quite a career. You've been in the bold and beautiful, one life to live, passions, and I'm sure lots of other things. How did you mm-hmm. stay so positive in an industry that's so tough? Because I love this industry, you know. I mean, we're talking about the negative sort of underbelly of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, in reality, I consider myself the luckiest woman on the planet because I have been able to make a living out of what I love to do. And um, I have great love for this industry. I have great love for my unions. That pained me on this interview because in contacting them, I'm saying, you know, I've been a member of these unions all my life. I want you guys to say some positive things about yourself, right. you know, because my experience has been positive. Um, I love my business. I love the entertainment business. I love that people actually still want to see me perform, you know. It's, so it's easy for me to be positive about that. Yes. When did you first get the acting bug? Were you a little? I always had it. I oh. started when I was like 10 years old. It's, wow. um I always, I was one of these people that I came out of the womb knowing what I wanted to do. And um, I've never looked back. You're lucky. I am very lucky. Now that I'm older and I have a 14-year-old daughter, I have, um, you know, really close nephews that I'm really close to, I see the struggles on people that maybe have to think about what they want to do. I was very fortunate. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Andrea Evans, who's been in The Bold and Beautiful, One Life to Live, Passions, and she's also producer of Rocking the Couch. What advice would you give to people that are, you know, just starting out? You know, if I, I, my first advice to them would be, you know, if you don't really want to do this, don't, because mm-hmm. it's too hard if you don't want to do it. Uh, the rejection, uh, 
you know, it, it, it's just really hard. And if, you, if you're not really determined, it, it's not worth it. Yeah. But if you are, go for it. Life is too short, you know. You, you know, you've got to explore what you want to explore and do what you want to do. You know, fulfill that bucket list. Absolutely. Do you have some things that uh, are on your bucket list you'd like to share? Yeah, I want to climb Kilimanjaro. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the next things I have to, like, you know, check out the bucket list. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got things. That's good. Uh, there's a woman I interviewed, uh, Jackie Krischer. She's 85, and she's trying mm-hmm. to hike Mount Kilimanjaro. Well, you know, I did research on it, you know, because yeah. I'm not going to do Everest. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and Kilimanjaro is more like the, the friendly high mountain to climb. Oh, it is? And, well, yeah, you, you can, she could do that at 85. Oh, yeah. good. I think very few people have died climbing Kilimanjaro. Um, there are safer, easier ways to go about it. Um, yeah, it's the kind of, you know, the, the friendly mountain. Okay. All right. Well, that's a relief if I ever thought to do such a thing. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where can people find out more about you? Um, well, you, I, I should also pitch. I'm currently also on a, a, a series on Amazon Prime called The Bay. Okay. So I hope people will tune in there. I hope they definitely hope they will turn into Rocking the Couch. Yeah. Um, and you can find out about me all over the place and follow my, my Twitter at Andrea Evans Prod and, you know, um, gosh, just check me out. Love to have, I love my fans. Oh. I appreciate them. That's awesome. So what's The Bay about? The Bay is a, um, a streaming soap opera, essentially, and it's about uh, people that live in this Bay community. It's on season, I'm on season four. I kind of start out on season four. Mm-hmm. Um, which I just shot in October, I think it was, but I think it is now streaming. Um, I say I think because I never watch myself, so I believe it's on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's, it's a, a really good series. It's won something like 17 Emmys, and wow. I think people would enjoy it. You know what I wanted to ask you is, um, I think people really underestimate being on soap operas. What was it like when you were first starting out? Was it hard to understand the flow of how they're shot and how, you know, the acting goes? Well, I had already been working. You know, I had done the feature film, uh, a big miniseries for Warner Brothers and all this stuff. And then when I went to One Life to Live, I was still really, really, really young. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a different way of shooting, a different way of working, but um, one that fit me really well. I enjoy that work. It's faster, it's hard. You know, it, it, it's a much faster speed than anything else. So it's... Um, I enjoy that. When I go do a film or something like that, in some ways, I have to find things to occupy my time as you're sitting around waiting to do your work. Right. Uh, in soap operas, that doesn't exist. That's so interesting to look at the two. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just a different process. It's just a different way to work. The same as if you're doing a primetime series or you're doing a film or you're going to go do stage work, mm-hmm. uh, which I've done all of them. They're all just a different process, a different you know, a slightly different style. What do you do to take care of yourself when you're, when you're not acting? By the way, I should also say my dog is on my lap and snoring, so if you're <laughs> snoring, that is my 80-pound dog, Mila, who snores. 80? No Did you say 80? <laughs> 80. 80 pounds, yes. She's a Belgian Malinois. She's my best friend, and she Aww. is asleep on me and snoring. That is so <laughs> cute. That's so funny. Um, what do I do to, well, part of what I do involves Mila. I run. Mm-hmm. I run with Mila. Um, 
I'm kind of like a 5K or 10K specialist. That's great. I'm also a huge Orange Theory enthusiast. I don't know if you've heard of Orange Theory. I've Orange heard of theory, it. What is it? What I, is it? Well, they use this, this um, sort of technical aspect of that you want to get into this orange zone when you're working out. That's what's called Orange Theory, mm-hmm. which is where you burn the most calories. Um, I've been doing it for a long time. It's a high-intensity interval training. And what I like about it is it's 56 minutes, and you have exercised everything in the body. You've done your cardio, you've done your weights, you've done everything, stretching, and it's um, great. You get it all done in one hour and leave. That's awesome. Yeah, and I do that two to three times a week. My husband and I do it together. We love it. That's good. All right, so shout out to them. (laughs) Shout out to Orange Theory. (laughs) And is your dog still snoring? (laughs) <laughs> yes, she is. I, can you hear her? No. Can you hold the phone closer? I want to hear. <laughs> okay, I heard a little something. Did you get it? Yeah, a yes, little something. A little yeah. something. I just so wanted cute. to make sure, because I couldn't tell what you could hear. They're going to think, what is that strange noise? It's Andrea's stomach gurgling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for calling in. I've really enjoyed this. Well, thank you. It was very enjoyable, and thank you for you know giving me an opportunity to talk about Rocking the Couch. Absolutely. Very important film, so thank you. Thank you. Take care, and have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Andrea Evans calling in to talk about her film, Rocking the Couch, and the trailer is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org, and all the info about Andrea, as well as the film, the writer, directors, and everyone else involved. If you missed any part of this, uh, within an hour after I wrap, it'll be up there. We're going to take a little break, and then uh, I have, I'm going to be joined uh, by a few more guests. And if you want to find out about being a guest, all you have to do is send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at org. I want to mention I'm on Twitter at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. KUCI is on Twitter at KUCI-FM. We're on Instagram, KUCI-FM. Tumblr, blog.kuci.org, and Facebook at KCI 88.9. Hope you're having a great start to your day. I know it's a holiday, so enjoy if you do not have to work. And if you have to work, just maybe take some time for yourself. Uh, We'll listen to a little bit more of uh, the artist Lissy, who's going to be joining us at 945. (laughs) 